0: What's going on everybody welcome into our post game chatter here in the Twitter space Um, Kind of in shock still a little bit right now the undefeated Utah jazz I know it's only two games, but it's still kind of fun to say that why not Undefeated Utah jazz get the win tonight in Minnesota had to go into overtime to get it done, but still get it done. Final score, Utah 126. Excuse me. Try that again. The Timberwolves 126. The Utah Jazz 132. Um, let's check over the box score here. A lot of players stepped up big for the Jazz tonight. Larry Markadin finished with 24 points. 13 rebounds and 5 assists. Then Kelly Olynyk finished with 21 points. Fouled out with uh, six fouls there. I think we might have to have some concern with that. It feels like he's going to be our player that's always in foul trouble this season, but hopefully he can change that. He also finished with four steals, three assists, and three rebounds. Of course, the leading man of the night, Mr. Jordan Clarkson, finished with 29 points, six assists, five rebounds. And let's see, he attempted twelve and made seven three pointers. The dude was on fire there in the second half. Uh, let's check out some other people that had a pretty good game here. Conley finished with twelve points, eleven assists. Colin Sexton eleven a point, excuse me, Colin Sexton eleven points, four assists. Beasley finished with fifteen points. And what did the rookie do tonight? Kessler, I don't feel like. Had a stellar game as far as points-wise. Six points, but he did have four blocks, two assists, and five rebounds. So not bad, um, but not not amazing on the points like he did in the first game. That's all good. Not a problem there. So, uh, yeah, if you are on the Twitter space right now, if you would like to give us your thoughts, go ahead and request to speak. We'd love to hear from some of y'all. Um, yeah, Jazz. Again, I'm just going to keep saying this till it doesn't happen anymore. Jazz undefeated, two and zero right now. Still in shock over that a little bit. Um, I have to say, when I when I started watching that first quarter, they uh, I you know they started out really sloppy. I mean, there's no way better way of saying it. they looked sloppy. They were they made some bad turnovers. They were. I think there was a one play where Olenek had the ball and went to make a pass to V8. And Vanderbilt was just not even there anymore. It was just like, whoa. So that's how it's going to be. That's what it felt like. And then all of a sudden, I would love to hear what happened in that halftime speech because, by God, it was like a whole different team in that third quarter. They came out balling, and Minnesota just seemed like they uh, were not expecting that. So good on the Jazz there. Um, yeah, again, Uh, We're here on the Twitter space. Probably going to record this for the podcast as well. Would love to have some of y'all. Thanks so much for all y'all that are listening in. Somebody else uh, get on here and speak, though. I'd love to hear from one of you guys. What do you guys think about the game tonight? What do you think about game one, the first home game there with the win over Denver? Um, All right. We've got a request here. Awesome. Let's go to our first person that would like to get on here. If I can remember how to do this, it's been a minute. Uh, Drayson, I believe is the name, make sure you unmute yourself and let's hear what you got to say. What are your thoughts on the jazz win tonight in Minnesota, please? Yeah,
1: Yeah, just,
0: uh, I mean, obviously a lot of stuff, you know, has been said on Twitter,
1: just a fun team to watch. It's kind of, I find myself not knowing what to root for really. Obviously I know, you know, the, the whole thing going into the season was, you know, jazz are going to tank trying to get the number one pick, whatever, but you know, as a fan, obviously you you, you want to watch the game. You want to see the team win. So, kind of a weird, you know, a weird, uh, a weird feeling watching the games. Knowing you know, best thing for them going forward is you know losing games, getting a better draft pick. But at the same time, wanting the team that you root for to win and play well. And like I said, it's just a fun team to watch. Um, I, I thought it was you know there was a lot of players that are, are playing well, and I think you know it, it's just a bunch of young guys that you know there's not one necessarily superstar that you get on a lot of these um, you know top teams that you usually see every year so it's just a young a lot of young guys trying to prove themselves and play hard and energetic and and I think that goes a long ways and and who knows if <clears throat> this kind of team this, that kind of team can can maintain it over 82 games I think a lot of times you see teams like this get out of the gate and play you know 10 to 12 15 games like this but then ultimately People get you know a scouting rapport, and and just with the, the lack of talent that you know you see on other teams, uh, the, those kind of teams kind of peter out. But if so far, so good. I mean, like I said, it's, it's a fun team to watch, and a lot of young guys to root for, and and hopefully they can you know continue to develop and and uh, you know, plan for the future.
0: Uh, let me ask you a quick question. There, I appreciate you jumping on and speaking here yeah. with us. Who who I mean, we've only got two games so far, but thus far, who is impressing you the most? Is somebody of the new guys really? Impressing you. I mean, moved. there's a
1: handful of guys. Obviously, I think Markinen is one. Is my new favorite player. He's he's uh he just mm-hmm. plays well. I think Walker Kessler has been a real surprise. Um, I mean, defensively, he was he you know he was just as good as you know you'd, you you could hope for for someone who is kind of a question mark and a rookie coming into the season. Um, but certainly him. Uh, Malik Beasley played very well tonight, and and Vanderbilt is just he reminds me a lot of Jay Crowder. Just with the energy that he brings and the the, the intensity with which he plays, um, those are some of the guys. Obviously, you know those are those are all new guys, and a lot of them we got from, uh, you know, from from the Rudy Gobert trade. But you know, I'd say Walker Kester would be the number one. Markkinen is is really fun to watch. Of course, Conley and, and, and Clarkson are playing as we know they're capable of. But but those young guys, like I said, with a lot to prove, um, have really stepped up and have played really well.
0: Hey, man, thanks so much for jumping on and speaking here with us. I appreciate it. Of course. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with those, what he said there. Another one that, I mean, let's be honest, when when the trade happened between the Jazz and the Pistons and we were looking at it saying we're getting Kelly Olenek back, I don't think much of us probably had high hopes for that. But, I mean, the dude is, uh, I, again, it's only two games in, trying to keep those, you know, those hopes down, you know, realistic here. But, I mean, I got to say Kelly Olenek's been pretty – much better than I expected for sure that's the best way to say it he's doing much better than I expected so good on Olenek for that um he does like I mentioned earlier when I was reading off the stats for tonight on the box score he definitely I feel like he's got to get better control on his fouls though because you know he fouled out tonight and I'm pretty sure he was in foul trouble last game so we got to make sure and work on that with him we can't have our number one center dude in trouble I mean yeah it's good to have Walker Kessler come in that can be a big guy too but he's gonna make some big rookie mistakes at some point so we need him to stay in the game um anyone else if you're on the twitter space let's hear what you have to say please uh if you could request to speak we'd love to have uh, some more opinions on the game tonight or the last two games and what your thoughts are on the team um also what are your thoughts on coach hardy thus far with his rotations i mean he's kind of holding 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 hard to his rotations there with the the starting five and then guys like Rudy Gay coming in, Colin Sexton. We really haven't seen much of basically anything. I'm also kind of surprised we haven't seen any of Nikhil Nikhil Alexander-Walker really. Uh, After a preseason, I thought he was going to be heavy in the rotation, but I guess not. But obviously we haven't seen much of guys like him. Or Ochebaji or Simone Fanchico. So, kind of surprised by that, but uh, the rookie coach holding hard with his rotation there. Looks like we've got requests here. Let's give someone here a chance to speak. Uh, I believe the name is Tejan. Hopefully, I'm saying that right. If you want to unmute yourself, let's hear what you have to say, please.
2: Oh, hey, guys. Uh, Thanks for uh, giving me a chance to speak. Um, I was just going to say, I like the team. They're Actually, uh, I feel like we've been missing athleticism. Um, last year, it was kind of just uh, everything was re- you know Rudy was doing all the work on defense, and everybody else was just shooting the ball, and that's all we were doing, trying to outshoot teams. And uh, Boyan, he was a shooter, but he couldn't defend. I feel like Markin and Vanderbilt—they're a lot longer, more athletic guys. Um. So our, uh, I really like what I see from the our, uh, our bigs, Kessler. All the guys have athleticism. They're, you know, young, full of energy. And the backcourt is pretty solid. You got Conley, you got Sexton, you got Beasley, um, and Jordan Clarkson. I, I feel like that's enough firepower to, to win us a lot of games. Um, but as far as the way the NBA is nowadays, I feel like uh, athleticism – you know, being long on defense and just hustling can win you a lot of games. And we have shooters on the team, so our bigs can also shoot. So, um, I mean, I feel like the team has no stars, which allows everybody else to play kind of more comfortably. Nobody really is, you know, going to – nobody. there's no egos out there, so everybody can kind of, you know, let loose and, you know, and have, have a little fun out there. But, um, I, I mean, I think – really best case scenario, we can definitely make a playoffs. I don't know if that's the, the goal or how the team is going to handle this the season down the stretch. But as of right now, we have all the tools to be a, at least an eighth seed in the playoffs and, and then build on from there. But I, I like what I see so far, at least.
0: Cool, man. Thanks so much for jumping on and giving us your thoughts on the team. There. I do appreciate that. Um, you know, I'm just gonna point out. I mean, I, I understand that you know we're, we're really hyped right now to to wins and things like that. But we let's 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 remember to keep those uh those expectations down just just a little bit. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not saying don't think we're gonna be a playoff team if you want to think that. But I mean, maybe it's best. I, this is how I'm going into this. Like each game, I just I'm not going in thinking we're winning or losing. I just want them to show me what they got each night. And if they're gonna come out with wins, awesome. Um if they come out losing it is what it is like you know if as long as they battle hard like they did tonight like honestly if they had lost this game in overtime tonight i wouldn't have been mad like i would have appreciated the hard work and hustle and everything like that but um do do i personally think we're a playoff team uh, i i don't know <laughs> it's really hard to say um we i think we're going to get a good feeling for the team here in a minute too because they're about to go on a back-to-back so it's going to be interesting to see what happens on a back-to-back what happens when you know sunday we play in new orleans and then monday in houston so it's gonna be really really interesting to see what happens with a guy like mike conley is he gonna play on the back-to-back uh my gut feeling says no so who then comes in you know there was that game in the preseason when conley didn't play and boy that was a whole different team when he wasn't there and so it's going to be interesting to see who steps up and does, does Rudy Gay play? If not on the back-to-back, does that mean we finally get to see, obviously, some of the rookies play more? So going to be interesting that happens then. So um, my advice for, for anyone listening, Jazz fans, you know, I know we're high right now on the team. It's awesome. I love You know, it's always great to get surprising wins, stuff like that. But maybe keep those expectations down a little bit. Let's let's not let's not get too crazy yet, but I uh, <laughs> appreciate Appreciate the hype there. All right, let's uh, let's see. Let's give someone else a chance here to speak. Looks like this is user AH3. Make sure you unmute yourself, and let's hear what you have to say, please.
3: I'm unmuted now, right? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I think one of the problems is is that we're figuring that we got three fringe. uh, I don't know if fringe is the right word, but... If they keep playing the way they're playing, we have three almost fringe all stars. I think Larry it, if he keeps playing like that, he's a fringe all star. Jordan Clarkson's always been kind of a fringe all star, and I mean Mike Conley really isn't doing the stat line that you would figure an all star would. But I mean his leadership is—you could just tell. We have leadership on every level. Kelly Olynyk is a big guy; that's a leadership role and at the front line. You know Jordan Clarkson. Mike Conley, there's so much mix. There's so much of a mixture on this team that I don't know if we're really that bad. You know, outside of those guys, we got two other guys that have scored over twenty points a year. Uh, you know, not in their career, but in a season, and that's Malik Beasley and that's Colin Sexton. We might have more talent than we think, only because we have more talent from the number three to number twelve guy. We don't have a lot of holes. We don't have superstars, but we don't have a lot of holes. And I think the problem is that when we find holes on other teams, when their bench comes in, it's a problem for other teams. And this is when we usually come back, is when we start mixing in bench players. That's when we came back uh, tonight, and that's when we pulled away yesterday.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 like, I like what you said about the All-Star thing They actually put out a tweet tonight saying is it possible that we have at least, you know, everyone's making the issue about are we even going to have an all-star when we have the all-star game here in Salt Lake which I never understood why that was a concern for some folks but whatever but it you know I put it out there is it possible Laurie Markin is that guy that we see making the all-star game for the Jazz that would be pretty cool to see I definitely see Walker Kessler playing in the rookie game so we'll we'll for sure have some repetition what's the word I'm not that's not right representatives why not getting tired already. Can't talk. <laughs> and the all-star weekend there for the Jazz. But, hey, man, appreciate you uh, jumping on and speaking there for us. I appreciate that. Let's go on to our next person here and give them a chance to speak. Uh, I believe the name's New Way there. Make sure you unmute yourself, and let's hear what you have to say, please.
4: Yeah, so I – honestly, this Jazz team has impressed me quite a bit. <clears throat> um, I think – Laurie Markkinen is probably going to represent us in the All-Star game. I think he has really just kind of turned a corner with his whole EuroLeague ball. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this Jazz team's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. But I think my expectations... Everyone's expectations should go down a little bit. I think we'll come back down to earth at some point And lose a few games. I don't think... We're even a play-in team, but, I mean, we could make our way there. But, you know, also a lot of people thought this Jazz team wasn't going to be likable because we didn't really know them, but that's what impresses me most is just how likable Will Hardy is and how likable everyone on this team is. And it's just refreshing to see a team that plays this hard.
0: And that's, yeah, that's really all I had to say. Hey man yeah I do appreciate you getting on and I gotta agree with you I like the word likeable there um it's kind of you know it's what what happens when you get something new right you don't know what's going to happen to the uncertainty of things and I think that's you know that's kind of a thing here for anyone that doesn't live in Utah it's kind of a Utah thing we're kind of scared of change you know that's just the way it goes with the state and so when the Jazz make drastic changes like they did uh, a lot of the fan base can get a little concerned and freaked out but you know with change, like with the roster, like you were mentioning, I mean that can bring new excitement. Um, so yeah, it is a whole new excitement there. I mean, it's cool to see like the bench players uh, when when like that when that comeback was going on during the third quarter, the bench was up cheering them on, and it's always awesome to see that. Refreshing to see the team so into it, things like that. So yeah, uh, for sure, I agree with you there. They're definitely likable. Um, the other thing to keep in mind, folks, <laughs> we, we got it. Again, I'm just going to kind of say this again. You know, we're only two games in. Um, the other thing to keep in mind is the team that we have right now. Who and who knows if this is the same team we're going to have in a month, two months, whatever, up until that trade deadline? Anything's possible. Um, you never know with the way this team is going this year. I think I think we could count on maybe a couple dudes that you can guarantee staying on the roster, but other guys you, you have no idea. So just keep that in mind when you're thinking like this is a playoff team. We're we're doing it. so just. Calm down. you got to keep that in mind as well, folks. All right. Let's give someone else a chance here to speak. It looks like we have user Miles up next. Make sure you unmute yourself, and let's hear what you have to say.
4: Yeah, I just think the last two games have been really fun to watch. And uh, I think to keep in mind is, like, the first two games, first game, obviously, first game of the year, energy is going to be up. And then second game against the Timberwolves, just revenge game all around. But I think Clarkson stepped up big time this game. It was fun watching him out there. Sexton Vanderbilt, their energy, you just can't match it. It's fun watching them just attack. And then what I thought was interesting today was seeing how open the paint was without Rudy in there. And so everyone was able to dribble drive and, and pass out a lot easier than maybe they were last year or the years before.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're enjoying the team for sure. The thing that's going to be interesting about Clarkson, I think we all remember how Clarkson is, you know, one game he can go off for 29 points and then the next two to three games, it's like, wait, what happened to him? Um, so hopefully he's he's not that same guy this season because we kind of need him to keep up with the the leadership and the points there. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens on this upcoming schedule here. Um, like I mentioned a few moments ago, Jazz next game is Sunday in New Orleans and then a backed to back. The next night they are in Houston. And then it's just, man, this schedule is so weird. I don't know if you guys have looked at the schedule this year, but it is really weird. That There's a lot of, like, we play teams in a row. So, like, Monday we play the Rockets in Houston, and then Wednesday we play the Rockets at home. And then we play Denver again already, this one in Denver on Friday. And then next weekend it's a back-to-back with the Grizzlies at home. We play them Saturday at home and then Monday at home. So, Scheduling is so weird. I mean, even like the first games in November, we played the Lakers on November 4th, then we played the Lakers again on November 7th. So schedule is really funky this year. I don't know. Um, Who knows if that's going to hurt or whatever. So, all right. Thanks so much for your thoughts there, Miles. Appreciate that. Let's go to someone else here and let's see what's up next. It looks like we have... Alex on the line. There, make sure you unmute yourself and let's hear what you have to say, please. Sorry. Okay. Oh, hey, sorry, I had my mic muted.
2: Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say. I think
0: the way the Jazz are playing right now, it's gonna be really interesting to see how the fans react. Especially, like I know Ames loves to take his time with trades and trying to figure out what we're gonna do. But like, let's say for example, this team is all of a sudden like twelve and eight or something like that. Are the, and then is Ains still going to try to trade away some of the key pieces? And I just want to know how fans are, I kind of have the big picture in mind with this whole season. I know where I want to be by the end. I would love to have a top two pick. I mean, a top five pick, but if we're 12 and eight or something, are the fans going to be really upset when Ains starts to sell away a ton of the players? uh yeah i mean that would for sure be interesting i think i think i think there are two different kind of jazz fans well maybe more but let's just say two there are the the basic just like oh hey the jazz are here and you know hey who i I know clarkson and conley but who are the rest of these guys and what's going on our jerseys look different you know there's that casual jazz fan and they might get like a little upset if the jazz are doing good or they are just like well you know, and those are the ones that you see, just like screw Danny Ainge. I hate Danny Ainge. He traded everybody. I don't know who anyone is. And then we have the hardcore jazz fans, which is probably everyone listening to this and follows the pages. Appreciate you guys, but we. I think those side of us would be like, like say, say the jazz trade away a Rudy Gay, and they trade away a Conley, and mm-hmm. even even let's say a Malik Beasley gets traded or whatever. Um, I think us hardcore fans would be like, well it sucks because we were winning, but we knew this was the game plan all along. We knew what it was for and stuff like that. So, um, plus, plus, I mean, honestly getting rid of those vet players, that means then we can finally probably see more of younger players like, uh, uh, or mm-hmm. a Simone Funchico who, who, who we want to see more of that aren't playing at all right now. So, um, I think we'll either way that the The whole fan base, you're not going to get everyone happy. You're never going to make everyone happy. That's impossible. Trust me, as someone that runs a a jazz fan page, there's things I can never say that's going to make everybody happy. And so there's nothing the team can do that's going to make everyone happy. So um, it'll definitely be interesting. And, you know, I was watching that Lakers game last night, and the first thing I thought of when that game was over is, like, I can imagine the Lakers GMs calling Danny Ainge this weekend saying, so, you still really gay still available is Mike Conley still available you know because that team needs help badly so uh yeah for sure gonna be interesting to see when the jazz do make moves or if they do we shall see um again we are post game chatting about the jazz right now they got the win tonight in overtime over the minnesota timberwolves 132 to 126 was 126 was the final score Um, Hey, we were talking about the Jazz earlier. Let's check out Rudy Gobert's numbers. I didn't go into his numbers. So Rudy Gobert tonight finished with nine points, two blocks, one steal, and 23 rebounds. So rebounds, amazing. The point's not so good. Um, There was that point point at the end of the game where Conley went up and made sure to foul Gobert hard because I'm pretty sure he knew that Rudy was not going to make – both free throws so good on you conley for that um on the jazz side of things clarkson's the man that led tonight with 29 points he made seven out of 12 three-pointers he went off in the afternoon i after- was the afternoon the second half of the game yeah, kind of the afternoon of the game sure and then also we had Alari marketing with 24 points 13 rebounds Kelly Olenek finished with 21 points, four steals, three assists, three rebounds. So good there on that. Let's go back to our chat here and let's give someone else a chance to get in. It looks like we have Lewis up next. Please make sure to unmute yourself and let's hear what you have to say, please. What's up, Lewis?
5: Um. Yeah. Um, you were going on about Mike Hornley there. Um I think his block his foul there was crucial because he definitely knew that um Gobert was going to miss at least one. Um but I think that was a crucial point of going ahead to um win because he he definitely knew um Gobert was either gonna score one or um but that that was that was a big a big um Point in the game um, also talking about the, the new players um, I think uh, Tucker's are, he's sort of like um, Pascal from last season um, he, he, he's a good addition I think um, just getting in putting um, a good bit of pressure on and able to pass the ball out um, but I really I, I'm liking the new the new uh, additions, um, as well as uh, Kessler and whatnot, I think they're um, good players. But a couple of trades still coming. Um, it'll be good to see what what happens um, coming up.
0: All right, man. Thanks so much for your thoughts there. Appreciate that. Um... I don't know what's going on with the audio. There sound like you maybe were talking through like a code or something. It's kind of crazy, but, uh, thanks so much for giving your thoughts there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. THT, man. I don't know what to think about him. yet. He, uh, he, he's what's the, what's the correct way to send this. I I feel like, uh, I I don't know. I don't want to, I, it's only two games in. I don't know what to think about him quite yet. Um, Just because, like, I feel like he's kind of like that wild card in the sense that, like, when he makes like that going under the basket and goes the other hand and makes the layup and it's an awesome looking layup and you're just like, oh, man, that's so cool. Or when he does the fadeaway jump shot and makes it, you're just like, okay, okay, but then, you know, he makes some really bad turnovers and... He, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think about him quite. I gotta, I gotta give some more time on my THT thoughts there. Um, yeah. Also, I mean, I hate to say this, and I feel so bad for saying this because I know it's not his fault. He's obviously earned the minutes, but I, I just have this weird hatred. that I, And it's again, it's not his fault, but it, I want so bad for his minutes to be going to somebody else. Like I want, I want so bad for Paji to be playing right then. I want so bad for Simone Foncico to be playing right there, and. I know it's not his fault. He's earned it. He's obviously outplayed them in, in camp and practice to get those minutes and stuff. And I, you know, the coaches believes in him and stuff, but man, just, yeah, I just want to see those young guys play. I mean, that's, that's what I was saying earlier. It's, this is the hard part about the season It's going to be like, if the jazz are doing good and stuff, I mean, then that means probably these younger guys aren't going to play still. And it's just like, I want those guys to play. This is supposed to be, this is the kind of season where it's like, those dudes should be playing and, making mistakes and whatever. I don't know. It just, I hope that makes sense. Does does anyone else out there listening feel that way? Does that make sense to you guys? You know, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, Anyone else want to speak? I don't want to just sit here and talk and talk by myself. Someone else get in and let's get some thoughts. What are your thoughts on what I'm jabbering on about here? Um, Walker Kessler, probably the, a good surprise rookie right now. He had that block early in the game for Rudy. It was awesome. Um, oh man, I, I oh. so watching the game tonight. I, I feel like I we need to start a new thing where it's like a drinking game before the game where we just come up with something. But tonight it was just like every time they would mention like, "Oh, Rudy," you know, it was so crazy to see him playing against the Jazz and because you know he was on the Jazz and it's just like, oh, we know, we all know we're not stupid. And before that, it was like last game or in the preseason when thorough would constantly say, well, they're still, they're still trying to get in the same page. They still need more time to jail. And you're just like, okay, you don't need to see that over and over. We get it. I don't know. If we came up with the drinking game, I don't know how long we'd all last watching the game. That was the problem. So um, anyone else out there got, got, got some, got some posts listening here. I would love to get some more thoughts from y'all before we wrap this up. Thanks so much for joining us on this post game twitter space trying to i'll try and do more of these throughout the season for sure hard when there's home games because i you know, tend to make some of those home games but uh when it's road games i'll try to do more of these all right looks like we've got a request in looks like new wave wants to get in and say something else again not a problem what do you got there man unmute yourself and let's hear what you have to say again please
4: um so yeah watching rudy block or watching uh Kessler walk block Rudy was. It was good. It was good. It's just nice to see a really young guy who really struggled in kind of the preseason get it together. Um, and I do think he, I do think he has the potential to be a twenty and ten guy. Um, but what I want to know is how you how how would you feel about maybe. Pushing Conley to the bench, putting Sexton in the starting as the starting one, and then, yeah, giving a lot of those veteran minutes to like, like Rudy Gay's veteran minutes to, someone like Simone Fontecchio, <laughs> and um, I want to see Abaji on an NBA floor with real NBA time. And yeah, I just think that with development, Abaji can be a real three and D guy. Just what are your thoughts?
0: Um, as far as the thing about moving Conley to the bench and Colin Sexton, I, I just don't see that happening. Um, I mean, like I said, we're probably going to get maybe a taste of that this Monday. Cause I, when the jazz are playing back-to-back, I just have a gut feeling that Conley's not going to play those games. So, that'll probably be our first chance to get something, see something like that. I actually kind of dig Colin Sexton off the bench right now. He's almost playing like that, that spark off the bench. Like we've seen obviously um, Clarkson be for the past couple seasons there. So I kind of dig him off the bench there. It's a, it's kind of a, it's kind of a energy off the bench there, but um, man, I am all for doing whatever we got to do to get the other two rookies in time. I mean, I I was kind of a joke I've said all like leading up to the regular season when I kept you alone. And Simone Fonchico was my rookie of the year. And it sucks that he can't even get any time to play or anything like that. And then Avaji, who was a lottery pick, can't even play and stuff like that. So but obviously, you know, like like the all knowing Tony Jones has said multiple times and bless that man for replying to so many jazz Twitter folks. But, you know, he says obviously they're getting beaten out. That's what's happening. The coach, the coach sees them in practice every day and in camp, and he he sees that they are losing minutes to uh, to the other guys. So that's just what's going on. So I don't know what's going to happen if they're going to get minutes. Uh it could be well, this back to back could be their chance to maybe earn some minutes. You know, this will be their time to shine if they do get a chance. So uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens on that. those Sunday and Monday games coming up here, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, Go for the schedule one last time. Jazz next game is Sunday in New Orleans. Then Monday they are in Houston and then back home on Wednesday to play Houston again. This is actually going to be kind of a difficult schedule they got coming up because, you know, so they got two road games, then back home on Wednesday, then go on the road again Friday in Denver, then back home on Saturday um so it's gonna be interesting that you know this could be probably a good test for them to see what they they can battle it out there uh we shall see we shall see uh let's put it out there one last chance anyone else has something they would like to say before we wrap up this twitter space any thoughts on the team thus far in their two games how are you feeling anything making you happy happy anything making you not so happy uh, let's give give it give one give on once, going twice, and we're sold. That's all good. I appreciate y'all joining us for this Twitter space. Um, next game is also a road game, and so they'll be on New Orleans on Sunday. So we'll probably do another one of these following that game. Um, so just keep an eye out on the Twitter. We'll also put out there on all the other pages on my MySpace. Holy cow! I really need to go to sleep <laughs> on Facebook, on Instagram. Hey, uh, if you're interested right now, by the way, if you're listening, we do have another one of our Jazz Nation bundle raffles going on right now. Uh, Go to our Instagram page at instagram.com forward slash jazznationnews. It's a pretty good, awesome giveaway there, raffle in the giveaway there that we're doing right now. It is two VIP tickets to next Saturday's home game with the Utah Jazz and the Memphis Grizzlies. What comes with that, you ask. So you'll get a parking pass. You'll get dinner before the game in what's called the Toyota Club. If you've never been in the Toyota Club, basically you enter a part of the arena, which is exclusively to this downstairs area, which is kind of where like uh, like sponsors eat and VIPs, like the owners down there and stuff like that. So you'll eat down there. It's an awesome dinner area to eat before the game. You get an unlimited drinks, unlimited snacks. There's even an open bar. So if you're, if you're a drinker, you can go and have uh, beers and wine and they got liquor there for you. If you're into that. Um, And then halftime, they do desserts. Um, The tickets for the game is on row 11s. Great view of this, of the arena there. And yeah, I mean the, like the retail price of that whole thing, you know, was like around, I think like $600, but you, you listening right now, you could get that for only $20. If you're wondering how that's possible, well, just go to our Instagram page right now at instagram.com forward slash jazz nation news. Check out our post there, giving all the information on our current jazz nation bundle raffle. Um, yeah, I mean, these these bundle raffles are important. It kind of helps keep our pages going, helps it so we can continue to do more giveaways, um, buy new things for the podcast and things like that. So uh, it's how it helps us keep going. So I appreciate the support with that and appreciate everyone listening, following our pages. Um, make sure you I know uh, we need to help us out on the podcast we need more listeners so if you're into podcasting make sure you're checking out the Jazz Nation podcast it's available on Apple Spotify Anchor Google just search uh, for Jazz Nation podcast and you should find it there we typically release those on Mondays and uh, trying to work on some getting some more interviews with folks on that so keep an eye out for that uh, again, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. The links for all these pages can be found in one simple spot at linktree.com forward slash News. Thanks so much for joining us on this post-game chat in the Twitter space. Y'all have a good night. Go Jazz, and bye-bye.